Greeting Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk Podcast. I am Kevin and joined with me as always is Andrew. And Andrew, we are coming off a little bit of a up and down week, I guess you could say. Up and down. We had a lovely game in Allen Fieldhouse. Beat down return game against the Kansas State Wildcats. And then a trip to Ames that, understand, Andrew, you also took with the team. Yeah, Kevin, I I did take the the trip with the team, not with the team, but I definitely took I thirty five up to Ames, Iowa, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was fun, but we uh, we got destroyed, Kevin. That was, we'll talk about it. I mean, we've got a lot of things to talk about. I I, I do want to get into a lot of the Iowa State game, not necessarily the game itself. But I just kind of want to get some things out about this this trip, okay. and this and the game itself, and 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 I've got some some thoughts on on Hilton and the Hilton magic, as oh, they magic. say. Uh, but but then you know we want to move past that. We want to talk about Texas, which is tomorrow. We're recording this on a Sunday, and then just kind of like how's this the rest of the season going to go? So I mean that's that's our blueprint. So it's not just going to be about the Iowa State game because we really want to put that behind us. Yeah, it's going to be quick. But we want to see where we're going, see how we're feeling. We're just going to do a little check-in. Halfway through the Big 12 season, Kevin, let's do a little check-in. Yeah. And the other thing, Andrew, I put out on Twitter was a question that is really important. Like, if you're going to have a good team, like an iconic team, you got to have a nickname, right? Mm. Did we have a nickname last year? Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking back, like like we've Big got... Dave Energy, Big Dave Energy, we could call it. Remy okay. and the Remy and the don't talk about Remy. I don't know. So there was something in there, uh, but they did develop an identity, Andrew. Sure, sure, identity and that's, nickname. That's what that, I, mean. I I kind of want to know both. If this team's gonna go on, we gotta have an identity and we gotta have a nickname. I put it out on Twitter what the nickname should be. I just put Jalen and the and then put a blank line, fill in the blank. So I got some responses we'll read on that here in a little bit too. But Andrew, let's talk about this week and maybe real quick on the on the Wildcats game. I know that was feels like a long time ago, especially after a a, a very different game in Ames following it up. But uh got the got the return game. You know, it was a, it was sort of a weird game. A bazillion foul calls again against K-State uh, and us, which is kind of the recipe of the of the first game. Uh, but you know, it was never that close. Got it to uh, twelve as 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 we closed it out, but kind of felt like we kept him at bay most of the game. A solid game all around, uh, but you know, kind of a free throw fest, which made it really choppy. Uh, but any, any reaction to that game? You know, I was in the house for that, and uh, it and we'll get to this, but it kind of felt like the inverse of the Iowa State game, where get out to lead. And then you kind of just hold them at bay. You maybe make a make a pounce for a second, and then the other team, the home team, uh, takes it away. So I mean, it was good to get that win. Uh, K State is, is a good team. Like they uh, have shown themselves to be worthy of a uh, of this Big Twelve race. Uh, so it's good to get a win against that team. 
you know, I think they did some analysis afterwards that, that theoretically K-State has the easiest schedule going forward. Now, they lost to, to Texas at home yesterday, so that changes things a little bit. But K-State may be the team that to chase, other than, you know, with Texas being up two games now, uh, at least on the Jayhawks. So it's good to get that win. Place was juiced. Place was jacked for a Monday night, Tuesday yeah, night, whatever that was, Tuesday night. Uh, and uh, it felt like we had things back on track. Until? Until yesterday. <laughs> All right. So these 11 o'clock games on the road. Mm. And, you know, it's like three degrees. Actually, it's lower than three degrees outside. Freezing cold. Just Ames is like a desolate, you know, place. that just don't. There's no real reason to be there other than playing a basketball game. It just, yeah, I don't know. There was maybe a little bit of a recipe there for, for a, a, a sluggish start. Uh, however, uh, Iowa State did not get the memo, and they came out absolutely pants on fire energy, and we just never matched it the entire game. No. You know, whatever uh, narrative you want to tell yourself, whatever story you want to tell yourself to talk yourself into, you know, this is a game we're going to go on the road and win. Like th- there was, there was things there for you to grasp onto, you know, uh, Iowa state was spiraling after that loss to Texas tech in Lubbock, where they were up by 23 points and then really just spiraled in the last 10 minutes. So they were like really struggling to, to find themselves after that. We had just beaten uh, the big 12 leader at that point, K state to make things a little closer. It was a good, team victory looked like you got things back on track so you could tell yourself that story right like ah here we go we're gonna go into Ames we're gonna get this win we're gonna be a, a game behind Texas maybe tied with Texas if K-State wins and you know Big 12 race is back on you could tell yourself that story right, sure Kevin? Were, were you telling yourself that story I actually was I that See? was I was uh I put a little money on KU very you're, wrong you're very feeling wrong. it and so uh on Thursday, in my household, my, my wife is, is currently working on her dissertation. So she's got a lot of work that she's got to get done. And something got delayed where she wasn't going to get a draft back until later on this weekend. And so she had planned on just working. And she's been working really hard. And, she, and she's like, well, I'm not going to get this back. Do you just want to go to Ames on Saturday? And I said, hmm, yes. Because I had convinced myself that this was going to happen. I'm going to drive mm-hmm. up to Ames, a little 24-hour trip, and I'm going to watch the Jayhawks get a win in Hilton Coliseum. And sure. I had never been to Hilton. So this oh, was a great I didn't op- know that. I didn't this know that. It's a great opportunity. First time, and to go up there and get a win. So this is uh, your fault. It's probably my fault. I've seen four games in, in Ames and Hilton Coliseum. We are 4-0 in those games. Wow. Well, no. What, what this really is. It's my fault. Your fault. My fault. Guess so. Your fault for not I was, going. Uh, I was in Iowa on Friday too. Come on, man. I know. I couldn't do it. I this is thing. this is your fault. So I know. I know. Uh, we drove up there, and uh, it's you know that that was the only problem was an 11 a.m. game. What's going on here? Um, but you know, worked out well. Get there early. Got introduced to a couple things. The clone cone. You ever had yourself a clone cone, Kevin? No. It is uh, a giant ice cream bowl with a cone just put on top, like a regular ice cream cone put on top. So, you know, you get the cone, but you're not eating it out of the cone. And it's uh, the flavors are red 40 and yellow five. 
there's no flavor to it. It's just red and yellow ice cream. And it comes okay. in this giant cup. And it's a thing. It was 20 degrees out there, Kevin, probably in the teens. And people were eating ice cream at 1030 in the morning. As okay. And I did it. I, I, had, I had to do the full experience. This is the sure. Anthony Bourdain parts unknown. <laughs> Got to taste what the locals are having. Other people were having their walking tacos, which is their chili inside of a Dorito or Cheeto, uh, Frito bag. That was interesting. Okay. Uh, but but so that was, that's what we did. Still feeling good. Still uh, got a little hurt tummy from the ice cream. That's all right. <laughs> Jayhawks are about to come out. And they're warming up as I'm eating this ice cream. And, uh, you know, you know, Ames is one of those giant concrete bowls. Oh, yeah. You know, built in the 70s. You know, just, just concrete. And, you know, it feels like, you know, like a pro-style stadium with two decks and the, you know, lighting that's you can turn the lights off really fast to, to do Michael Jordan style introductions, you know, <laughs> Chicago bulls nineties. Everybody had to have those lights, a lot of jock jams, you know, but, but they do a really good job of showing up and being loud. They have a couple things that I want to address with, with you and with the folks at home and for, okay. the, for the folks of you who have not been to Ames, Iowa for a specifically KU Iowa state basketball matchup. First off, is not necessarily Iowa State, but maybe Big 12 generally, is they were really hard on Grady Dick. And I guess I just didn't pick up on that that was going to be that way. And it makes a lot of sense. Uh, We've been talking about Grady Dick for a long time being that player. Yeah. But I just, because I'd never seen it from the other side, they were really hard on Grady Dick. And because his name is Grady Dick, they obviously gravitate to like the lowest hanging fruit. You so, suck dick. Every time he touched the ball or entered the game, that was the, and it was so loud. I don't know if that came through. On it TV. came through. Yes. I heard you okay. suck dick on, on like, the television. Does, yes. Has that, has that been true uh, at other away games? Have I just not been paying attention? Or I don't know like, that I've caught that. Honestly, that chant. I don't know that I've caught that. Uh, and it's it's got to be true, really. Maybe if you've got a good student section, that good in quotes. But it was so loud. <laughs> and my wife says, "What are they saying?" And I'm like, "Just <laughs> listen, just listen." And she goes, "Oh." I mean, it's low I mean, hanging fruit. You got to. I mean, I, mean, I, I, mean, and I, and I wasn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I, mad. I, I ain't mad. I, it is it's, what it is. It is what it is. And. I wish Grady would have taken that and uh, and ran with yeah, it. Yeah, if he goes five or eight from three or something, then he didn't. Yeah. He, he he did, did not. So he did so I'm not saying it got to him, but they they were really hard on Grady. So Grady, you got you got got a man up there. Maybe that's something to work on. That's a little freshman freshman hitch you got to work on. Uh, For sure, this is this is going to happen to you, and I'm sure it's happened to him his whole life, but maybe not to the precision and loudness of a uh, visiting Big Twelve uh, basketball contest. <laughs> Um, so there's that. The other thing I want to talk about, and I'm going to preface it by saying I, I, I haven't decided yet if I like this or hate this. The next thing I'm going to talk to you about. But, I, but I'm okay. leaning one way, and I maybe I'm going to talk it through with you, and we'll make a decision on it. But the thing I want to talk to you about is something called the Juicy Wiggle. Yeah, I hate it. Just by, based on the name. Based on the name. So <laughs> it it's probably in the what, what is half. the juicy wiggle? I don't know what yeah. this is. I, I got to lead it up to it, but probably in the second half sometime, you know, we had cut it down a little bit. 
maybe we got within five and yeah. we're feel, feeling good. We were down 12 at halftime or whatever it was. And then they, I think there was a spurt where they, there was a foul. They make the first, miss the second, and then they hit a three. So, like, that's a four-point run. And then I think there's a turnover and a two. So, like, six points in, like, 20 seconds. Yep. That was and over. So, so then that. they then was, they were up, and they built up called timeout. And then the song comes on. And on the big video board, it says, get juicy. On, like, red and gold and, like, weird, <laughs> weird letters. I'm like, what is this? And then the song comes on, and it's just, like, you know, like a typical timeout pump up song uh but everyone has their phones out with the lights on with no instruction or maybe there was that i missed it and then they start doing this dance everyone kevin everyone is doing this dance where it's basically like a like a low rent macarena like there's a lot of like punching across your body and going woo with your hands in the air like a little hand twirl okay okay in I'll tell you, to not have ever seen this before or know anything about it, to see this just happen spontaneously is baffling. It is so weird and so, I'm not going to say intimidating, but like anytime a crowd does something all at once, like you're not the one doing it, anything can be intimidating. And I'm not going to say I was intimidated by the, the Hilton magic there, I was more incredibly confused. Hmm. I was so confused. So I, I asked my wife, who went to Iowa State. That's why we went. Longtime listeners will know this is an ongoing story that we're telling about our, our Big 12 relationship, right? I, and I said, what is this? What are they doing? And she says, I have no idea. Yeah, that was not a thing at any game I've been to. No. So that's a new phenomenon. It is new, but they do it really well and it's almost like so confusing it's it's funny it's just you're looking around and like even and i I saw the student section doing it and i looked around i saw like the old people around me doing it (laughs) and that's when you know you've got something it's like when the old people are doing this like song dance macarena thing and so here's here's what i found out it's a song called the juicy wiggle by red food Right, the hat one uh, half of LMFA. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Party rock the, guy. He's the nephew of the other guy. So this is the younger guy with the red afro, right? Red. Food. Yeah, yeah. I could see uh, it. This is it's definitely a party rock feel to it, but it's just the dude and like he basically, it's like a wedding song where he just kind of like instructs <laughs> on what what happens. Okay. He's like, I'm gonna take a shot. I'm gonna take another shot. <laughs> and then like, there's the dancing and it's a good half, like a timeout song. Right. Uh, and this is, I, I looked it up. It is, is specific to Iowa state. It's just an Iowa state thing. Uh, I'm going to read from the Wikipedia. Juicy wiggle has become a tradition at Iowa state football and basketball events. The song will be played after a big moment in the game has occurred. The song usually corresponds to a synchronized dance performance by the crowd. That is correct. Uh, the optimal time to hear the song is during the third quarter. Okay, no, I don't know why it's this third quarter. Maybe this is maybe they do it in the women's games too because they're quarters now. Uh, when Iowa State extends or takes the lead, that is certainly when it happened. Uh, unique to Iowa State, this song is not played at any other university and often baffles visiting opponents. Well, there baffles, you go. baffles is the correct word. That, that's I was baffled. I was confused uh 
And I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to say this. I'm going to give Iowa State credit. I think I like it. Oh, I think no. I, it's it's unique to them. I would say if you're another university looking to copy it, don't. Don't do it. Let them have their weird thing. Anytime you try to copy someone other's weird thing, uh, it's even weirder. So let them have, let them wear their pioneer hats and overalls and dance to Red Foo after <laughs> they get a get a extension, uh, you know, get a three pointer from Jake or from Caleb Grill. And uh, uh, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say a hat tip to Iowa State. Okay, and uh, it's it's go go Google it, everybody. Just Google Iowa State Juicy Wiggle. You will be just as confused as I am. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I think I'm okay with this. I, I I'm gonna continue to be confused. But good on you for figuring out something new. And I think this is only like a couple of years old. It has to be because I was there maybe three or four years ago, and I remember nothing about this. It's so weird, Kevin. Okay. It's All right. So weird. Well, whatever. It was effective. Uh they played pretty well. I can't wait for like a hundred years from now to when someone's giving a tour on the Iowa State campus and they've got like juicy wiggle Iowa State t-shirts on and then the the tour guide is giving an explanation. Well, the origins of the juicy wiggle (laughs) come from 2020 when blah, 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 blah. Like like tradition's got to start somewhere. Right. Where we give the rock chalk uh, explanation on your tour. We're going to get the juicy wiggle explanation on the tour. Okay. Well, I that's all I got. Otherwise, it was a terrible game. Jalen Wilson was really good. Jalen Wilson was all we had. He was great. Nobody else had anything in the tank. Yeah, it's not even worth talking about the game. I mean, it was it was obviously an energy suck. They didn't have it. Jalen was good again. I mean, solid, but that was it. That was it. I mean, that's it. And we're seeing a trend there a little bit when we've had tough games. I mean, Jalen was going for nearly 40 freaking points. And is not coming out with a W. That is frustrating. You're wasting literally Jalen Wilson's best basketball. And I don't want to say, you know, his like super ridiculous high efficient basketball. He has to score 30 when we're playing like that for, to, for us to have a chance. Because we didn't have anything else. Nothing. Nothing. Grady's got to make a shot, man. Where's Grady Dick at? That's that has been hard to see because uh, you know it's there, you know it's there. He's just slumping, and then whatever Kevin McCullers doing, uh, I mean, <laughs> he he scored two points yesterday, and uh, the only the thing the only thing I was end. happy about those two points is it came off two shots instead of eleven, which I think is what he shot the game before and was. Two for eleven. Now he did well, go to the free throw line a bunch and made a bunch of those and and had a let me got talk, there. But let me talk through Kevin McCullough real quick. First or second play of the game, he airballs a three pointer, which is not something you want to do. Once a game, he airballs a three pointer. Well, you don't hits a, it. usually it's a backboard. Yeah, hold on, but you don't want to do it at the very beginning of the game with yeah, a you hostile hear about crowd. The time. You're going to hear about that. So there was another point in the first half where he passed one up. He probably shouldn't have, but it, he was he was thinking about it. It was it was in his head. Yeah, I mean the the turnovers were were the real problem at the end of the day. That's an energy thing too, though. 
Uh, they were turned up. We weren't. We had 20 freaking turnovers. Actually, that's actually not bad considering I think they had 15 and a half or something ridiculous. So, I mean, just all around bad game. Throw out the tape. Not Don't even want to talk about a game. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Juicy Wiggle either. I don't want to talk about any of it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's one of those games where you throw out the tape and, you know, you have those games. And unfortunately, we've had three of those games this year. Yeah. Uh, which we've had high highs, though. So this team can have high highs. But when you have a throw out the tape game, it's, that's low lows. Well, let's talk about this identity then, because I don't know what this team is. And I the only positive thing I have to say about any of that is last year around this time, I didn't know what that team was either. Uh, and you know, last year around this time, we're saying <laughs> play Remy. Maybe <laughs> a lot of people saying Dave's a mess. Uh, you know, Dave was a mess. We're saying, I mean, there's, there were, there were a lot of things that people were, were harping on. So like, you know, whatever rinse and repeat a little bit there, there's, there's a, a, a story to be told, uh, where, you don't have a great identity in you know early February and then figure it out between now and and March. Uh, probably rare though, and I think the identity that that team somehow developed was like just claw you to death defense. They figured out how to be a great defensive team. Uh, remember the Kin Palm? We were watching it. It was just kept dropping and dropping and dropping and the right like getting better and better and better that team last year as they, as they just continued to just get better, uh, figure it out. I don't know that this team has that same kind of defensive, uh, firepower. We certainly have some dudes that you would think to get there. Uh, but offensively, I just don't know what this team is early on. We, we said, if this is going to be Jalen Wilson, bowling ball offense, we're not, that is not a ceiling outcome. Uh, and I think we're seeing that now in some of these games where Jalen goes for 30 and we lose, that's not a recipe for a, a win winning. You know, I, I, I don't think that's going to win at all. The ceiling is not high enough. Now you could point to some little things though. This is where you could point to some optimism. The bench has been a little better. We've seen, well, at least the bigs, uh, uh, that, that said, of course, now we just hear Zach Clemens might be out for a little while, but Ernest has been solid. You have not lost things with Ernest on the floor. Uh, he got beat a little bit defensively, but he's doing some things that, that you can at least point to, right? Uh, I don't think Joe and Bobby are going to be terrible forever. <laughs> MJ has not looked great. Maybe there's not so much optimism there after all, but they're, you you can at least start to say you could you could tell yourself a story i guess of how this team gets to where they need to go but i think andrew it starts and ends to me with grady dick and yeah, that's right that that is where i think we need to maybe focus our energy for just a second grady has not been good for a while uh now He's done some things where he impacts the game positively without scoring the basketball, but he needs to score the basketball. That is what we need from Grady Dick, because you know what? Kevin McCuller ain't scoring the basketball. Juan ain't scoring the basketball. And unless that pick and roll action is working, 
And it sure wasn't. I don't know if we can rely on KJ scoring the basketball. We have to get it from Grady. We have to. And I'm not saying he's got to score 20, but he's got to score 15. And he hasn't done it in a while. I got that. I'll, I'll stop there. But that's the that's the thing I keep coming back to. You, we need a rob into the Batman so bad right now. Yeah, and you're right. Because I think the Jalen scoring 30, Jalen scoring 40 is probably more of a symptom that the offense is not working rather than like something great happening because I think our best games have been where Jalen scores like, you know, 18 and, but then Grady scores balance. 16 and yeah, KJ balance. has 12 yeah. and Dwan has 10 and those are our best games. But when we see Jalen scoring 30, 40, those are games we're losing because Grady has five, you know, one for eight from three or, or whatever it is. So I think that may be more of a symptom and like, I'm glad that Jalen is scoring because what would we do otherwise? I mean, we'd be getting blown out in a lot of these big 12 games. Like Jalen is, you know, a, a savior of this, of this team's season in, in certain games. And so that's a good thing. But I think for us to be peak Jayhawks, it's gotta be more balanced. It's when you try to run something for, for Grady and it's not working or try to run something for somebody else. And then it's not working. Jalen just says, all right, it's me, I guess. And that's, that's when you see that. And, you know, and he gets his buckets, but you know, he's not going to be the most efficient player. And we know that about him. We're okay with that. That's who he is. He's going to take, and like his three pointers have been a little more decent lately, but he's going to take it down on the block. And, and sometimes he's going to cast it up and sometimes uh, it's going to go in, but you're right. There's got to be a Batman and there's no, uh, there's got to be a Batman and there's got to be a Robin. And I'm not saying earlier this season, my thought was, is that, you know what? Grady Dick needs to be the Batman. I'm not of that opinion anymore. Grady Dick needs to be the Robin. And without that, we're, we're, we don't have anything. There's gotta be a second threat. And you know, a lot of these defenses are designed to take Grady out of the game. We've got to figure out a way to get him back in the game. We had some some things earlier where he was doing some cuts, cutting to the basket, getting open, uh, and and he's gotten his threes. He just hasn't made them. Yeah. So that, it's, it's that's really what it comes down to. He's done some good things. He's not making a fucking three. Yeah, and he's. I think he's gotten a lot more involved defensively. Maybe not yesterday, uh, but certainly you saw that in the K State game. You certainly saw that in, in a couple other games. So yeah. it's got to be. We got to have Grady grow up pretty quick. I don't we want him off the a, floor. I'm not saying anything right. negative about it. He just needs to make shots. <laughs> he mm -hmm. needs to make the basketball. This That's freshman slump, everyone has a freshman slump. If you play this much, everybody does. We just needed him to get out of that faster than now. anybody else. Now, yes. And that's, and, and I, it sucks that we have to put that much pressure on him because it's really not fair. Like you look around the team and, you know, theoretically you got one of the top transfers in, uh, you know, top point guard in the, in the conference or close to it. One of them, uh, you know, the deep or the, the post presence is a unique, but still whatever, like it's the problem is we need it. Like there's no, there's no Remy on the bench. There's nothing there to save us. Like it's that's, this is it. And so like the DNA of this team is when you look down and you're trying to figure it out, like it is Grady Dick playing better. Um, and that's, again, it sucks, but that's, 
that's how I've diagnosed it. Now, Andrew, team identity. I don't know what you can pull from that you've seen so far this season to say, oh, just great, you know, clear identity. Because certain games, you kind of see it where the things are going really well. They got the the spacing that is just terrific. You've got the pick and roll action that's just working. You've got uh you have the ability to stretch everyone out, you know, much further. We have a very good rebounding team, uh, at least as a turn. Let's just say this: the best rebounding guards in the nation, <laughs> or wings in the nation. Um, and so there are things you could point to that we are good at, but I don't know if that's an identity because what happens is that stuff just poof disappears sometimes. And obviously teams can do some things to us that we cannot sustain game to game. And it is a little bit matchup dependent. And so I don't know if you can call that an identity. So Andrew, tell me what the hell is the identity? And do you need an identity to win? Uh, you know, my, my, my take is that you need an identity to, to win at all. You don't need an identity to win games, but what, what's your take? Well, I mean, we're talking around a lot of things. Identity means you've figured out what works and, and what doesn't work. I'm not sure we've... And it was repeatable. That, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure we've figured that out yet. I mean, obviously, we know Jalen is going to be half of any identity we have, right? On the on the offensive side of the ball, he's going to be your threat to score every time he touches the ball, and other teams are going to know that. So we're halfway there, which is better than some teams. You know, we're, we know who our alpha is uh, and we know that he can deliver and he has delivered. We're not worried about Jalen Wilson at all. You know, the other side of that is, is defensively, this team has shown a lot, right? This team has shown a lot of being quick, being able to have switch everything and long arms. So like you saw that against K-State. We were, we, we turned them over, I think like three or four times in a row to put that game away. Uh, and that was... Grady Dick, that was Kevin McCuller, that was Juan Harris. Just being in passing lanes, being aggressive, that's got to continue, and that can't slack off. Uh, and so it's got to be – that's got to improve as well. But I, the missing part is that other half of the offense. And it's it's like just like we said, it's got to be a two-hander uh, in Grady and Jalen with a pick-and-roll threat from, um, from KJ. That's, that's got to be it. And that's not what it is now uh, every game, especially on the road. But it's got to be something more consistent. So in terms of identity, having those types of threats and being aggressive on defense, that's that's what it's going to be. That's the winning formula. We're not we're just not executing that. We said a long time ago that to hit the top ceiling, tippy top ceiling, that Ernest would have to be good or somebody. And that MJ Rice would figure something out. Uh, I think we're starting to get to a point in the season where I ain't sure we're going to see it from MJ. Uh, self uh, obviously I've, doesn't trust I've, him. There's I've some that off. whether he's hurt or not. He's stuff going on with injury. We'll see. Yeah, and I mean, even if even if none of that's true or all of that's true, whatever he did not look like he belonged on the floor yesterday. Yeah, and that's. That's the, there's a little bit of a Remy corollary here. We're like, is he really injured? <laughs> is there muscle, is there something weird going on with his head? The, all true. And you can't sort of connect that. The difference is Remy actually 
got on the floor at one point and showed you something. And Remy had a pretty, you know, good track record of success uh, coming into Kansas. Uh, I don't know if he can quite make the same correlation. I say all this to say uh, maybe you don't need those two things to, to have a ceiling basketball team, but you got to be perfect. Everybody else has to be perfect. I mean, great. He's got to be great. Uh, Juan KJ got to, got to get it figured out. McCullers got to give you, you know, something. Uh, and McCullers awesome defender, great rebounder. I'm not, I mean, he's got to play. I'm not, I'm not trying to call him out, but, uh, also don't want one of 10. So, I mean, to, for, for us to be a ceiling team, we need those guys to be better, like just better. And to be a great team, we need them to be great because we don't have any other answer. So, and Andrew, we talk about identity. I don't know if we figured out an answer very, very good, but I know we got some nicknames to talk about. Yeah. I haven't looked at these. You, you told me a couple. Um, and, and let me just, for the prompt, you said it's, it's Jalen in the blank, right? And then you asked folks to fill in the blank. Yeah, I, I literally wrote Jalen and the, you know, and then I'll, like a line, underline. Okay, okay. Uh, with the, you know, obviously Danny and the Miracles, right? That's the, that's the, that's the line. And I don't know how you can say anything about a nickname this year without Jalen in the, in the title, right? So. Uh, yeah, he is the first word, first sentence of anything on this team. I will also accept Wilson, but, but we went with Jalen. Okay. If you, I mean, if you can get some alliteration with Wilson, yeah, there's no one calls him Wilson. Everybody calls him Jalen. All right. I'm just going to, I'm going to go through a few of these. Just, I didn't pick out a lot, but I'll just throw uh, Jalen and the dickheads. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Low hanging fruit, but not bad. There's a couple of those. We'll, we'll leave them at that. Jalen and the regression, Jalen and the jets, Jalen and them, the J locks. (laughs) Not sure about that one. Uh, Jalen and the unknown Jalen and the jokers Jalen mm. and the misfits Jalen and the jabronis. Yeah, okay. Jabronis, uh, that's kind of a Kansas city sure. favorite word yeah. these days. I've said it a little uh, bit more this week than I have in the past. Right. right. Uh, Jalen Wilson of the chamber of secrets. Hmm. <laughs> Harry Potter uh, reference. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to say that the next 10, just as I just scroll and look, are all negative. Mm. See, people so, are just in a bad mood right people now. People are in a bad mood. Jalen and the bricklayers. <laughs> mm. Jalen and the average Joes. Jalen and the inconsistency. Jalen and the underperformers. Jalen and the mez. Jalen and the uh, ball, dick in the balls. Really? I don't know about mm. that. All right. So you, you get the idea, Andrew. Jalen and the, and I would say 80% of them have something negative afterwards right yeah now. people are not feeling it right now they're not here's one the... from andrew joseph jalen and the blank works just fine to be honest yeah <laughs> and that's what i wrote jalen and the blank uh that's probably it and uh, that that one was uh by far the most well received i i see i mean first of all good joke but yeah there's not there's not a lot of great ones here not ones that give you ex- much excitement and here we go, just to stay on that. This is directed to anyone else on the basketball team. I'm going to quote Taylor Swift here. We got a blank space, baby. I'll write your name. Mm. Let's put your name in there, Grady. 
With I'm gonna go. Thing. Put your if, name on a shirt. If yeah, that's true. This is the, if there's no better year to have a great year because we can we can do some shirts and they can we can they can make some money. I a lot of these sound like band names to me, and so I'm gonna create a band name right now. Yeah, you got it. No, nah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna come up with it. Uh, how about? Jalen Gravy and the Dick Biscuits. Um, Jalen Gravy, like his last name is Gravy. Yeah, because he's like you know he's gravy. He's making it. He's making it. And the Dick Biscuits. I kind of <laughs> like it. I mostly just like saying Dick Biscuits. Yeah. Uh, and the, right. the biscuits and gravy is just. I mean, that's great. Yeah, uh, J- I, I saw. Uh, uh, Jeff Graves last weekend, so oh, that was that go. was the first thing that hit my head. Gravy uh, train when when you said that. So if if we had if we Jeff had Graves if on we team, only had Jeff Graves you know, on this, you know team. what? You know that is a conversation we start to have around like we got to get a Jeff Graves, someone that's going to take over. <laughs> and maybe that's like we got to get ourselves a Remy. Like who's gonna who's gonna take over? Uh, a Malik Newman. Uh, right, here we but go. Yeah, we, we got to yeah. get ourselves. Gotta get ourselves. Maybe we'll save that for the next podcast. Is who's gonna step forward? Who's gonna be this year's Jeff Graves, Malik Newman, Remy Martin? Who's it gonna be? Well, save that. Save that. Don't know. So, Andrew, uh, let's move on from the nicknames or the the whatever. But the takeaway here, right? To be determined. We don't know yet. We don't know. And is it a problem that we don't know in February? Maybe. Mm, Yeah. Maybe, but. The only thing, the only positive is we didn't really know last year either. And maybe they can put it together. You have seen times in this team where they could beat any team in college basketball. You've seen moments. Uh, that's the only thing I guess you could kind of hang your hat on. <laughs> there, <laughs> because... is a, there is a high ceiling. It exists. It does not exist for other teams. Yeah. And then you've seen times where you could lose to almost anybody. And that is what this team's going to be about. Just what it is. All right, Andrew, speaking of you could win against anybody. I hope we have our a game on Monday because the Texas Longhorns are putting it together. All of yeah. a sudden you look up and they are first with a bullet in the big 12 standings does not. I will not say this is a must-win game. There's a lot of basketball to be played, but it's starting to feel like this is kind of a must-win if Kansas were to perhaps have a share of the Big 12 title. Yes or no? Yes. It feels like it, doesn't it? It feels like it. it, We're not going to win the Big 12 if we lose both games to Texas. Just not gonna happen. Yeah, that's true. You could you could theoretically win in Austin. Our last, I think it's the last game of the season. Right. We're you know it's 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 possible if we lose tomorrow uh, that something could happen. But the thing is that we're not chasing one team. We're chasing yeah. five teams. A lot of variants. And there are four teams that are six and four. Iowa State seven and three. Texas is eight and two. There's a long way to go for you to win that thing outright. Probably not going to happen outright. Not not in a good spot, right? But to get a share, I mean and not not writing it off, but but to get a share of that thing, it probably starts tomorrow. 
You got to have a good win against Texas. If if we lose tomorrow, we're three games behind Texas with eight to go. Yep. And that's that's it's been be- done before, but <laughs> uh, we have done it before. Uh, but yeah, it's got to start tomorrow. Texas uh, coming into Allen Fieldhouse. You got this, this, this coach. You know, this UTEP coach has come into Allen Fieldhouse before. Uh, he, you know, he was the coach at UTEP a couple of years ago when uh, we had to reschedule that game randomly uh, because the game got canceled. So they came in at the you know right before Big Twelve season started, and it almost beat us. So this guy is not. This coach is not going to be uh, scared to walk into Allen Fieldhouse. Rodney. Rodney's Rodney. Up. So I mean, he he knows what to do. This they've got a obviously very talented team. A lot of uh, transfers in plus fifth year guys who are all skilled, and we're gonna have our hands full no matter where it is, whether it's here or Austin. Uh, we're gonna have our hands full with this team for sure. And they've got upperclassmen. Is the thing that you know you look down in the Big Twelve, you don't see. I mean, got three seniors starting. Uh. And I mean, Mark's car has been great. He's been, he's been all big 12 caliber and they're pretty balanced, which is impressive. I think in that K state game I was watching and their starters, none of them played like amazing. They had, they all just played fine. They got all their points from the bench. They had two guys. I think if I remember right, two, two of the guys, the two leading scorers for Texas, two of them were off the bench. (laughs) And their starters did were were uh, you know three four five on the on the on the points game. And so uh, the point is they are going to be a tough matchup. Uh, they have obviously proven it. They've been on a pretty good tear. And what do you think we need to see, Andrew, to come out of this with a victory? And I'm also curious, what do you think the line's going to be? You know, uh, I'm just thinking back to what the K-State line was. We're, we're coming off some some good wins on the K-State line. And it ended up being, what, eight and a half at Allen Fieldhouse? Uh, we that was a that lot. That was pretty high. Uh, we're coming Turns off a loss here. Uh, K-State, or the, Texas coming off a win against K-State. Uh, I'm going to probably guess KU minus four and a half or five. What do you think? It just feels like a lot. It does. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. J- judging how they've done it before. I know. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. And you talked about uh, these are experienced guys. Their top five scorers, okay, are Marcus Carr, Serge Jabari Rice, Timmy Allen, Tyrese Hunter, and Christian Bishop. Four of those five guys are fifth-year COVID senior guys. Four of the five. The yeah. other one is Tyrese Hunter, best transfer in college basketball from yep. Iowa State last year. That's uh, that's never going to happen again. Like those things just don't exist. This is a a team that was built at a specific, unique time in the world, with COVID, with the transfers, with uh, uh, the the extra. That's the first year that the transfer real free free portal. Like this is a team that we've never seen before. It's it's impossible to even build a team like this up until this year. Yep. So it's just so different. It's it's a lot of guys we haven't seen. Uh, it may be different in context, you know, Tyrese Hunter on, on Texas is different, but you know, it's going to be a battle. They've had their own issues to deal with. And I think this team has responded, you know, since Chris Beard's uh, firing about a month ago, uh, you know, they had some stumbles in early big 12, but have really, really shown what they're worth. And I think they're going to 
have to see a rowdy Allen Fieldhouse tomorrow. You know, feel that noise, feel that funk. And we're going to have to see Grady Dick tomorrow show up. We need Grady Dick. Uh, Andrew, they uh, they did lose that kind of weird game against Tennessee. Never really close uh, in the in the SEC whatever thing. But other than that, they've had one loss at Iowa State, which apparently everyone is going to lose by double digits to Iowa State in Ames. Uh, and that's it. Since that crazy kickoff to the Big 12 when K-State put up 175 points. That was weird. That's it. I mean, game of the year was that one. No doubt. And I said that day of it, it was like, they will not be a weirder game, but that, that shows you, Andrew. I mean, they, they just, they have, they've just been winning. Um, they've got it done away. They've got it done at home. And, uh, I, I am, I'm nervous about this game. I'll, I'll be honest. I think that, uh, you know, we have a chance to exercise a few demons here. Uh, we also have a chance, Andrew, to get past this game and then take a little bit, not a big one, but a, like a little bit of a deep breath because this oh, is the yeah. final game <laughs> of the craziest gauntlet we've had since I can ever remember playing basically seven straight games against teams that are top 15 other than Kentucky. I mean, it's yeah. just wild. Uh, you, you, what do you do? The breather you're talking about is playing Oklahoma and Oklahoma State on the road. Oklahoma, a team that blew out the number two team in the country on their home court, blew out. So yeah, there's there's your breather, your big I, breather, folks. I should say breather is all relative to your point because right now Ken Palm has us barely winning against Oklahoma and losing to Oklahoma State <laughs> on the road. So I, I don't want to make it. I want to make it clear these are not breathers. These are breathers as the big 12 uh, is, is known as, as breathers, but not, I mean, still tough, man. Still yeah, tough. It's, tough. it's very tough. I all right. I, I'm feeling good. I mean, I could be feeling better. I made that trip all the way up to Ames for that. Uh, the, the fans in Ames did not disappoint. They <laughs> were rowdy. It, it, they, they got it done. So hats off to them. We'll see you next year. Or we'll see you in, in Kansas City. We'll see you in Kansas City, Iowa State fans. Sure we will. Uh, all right, Andrew. Do a very quick look ahead here. So we've got through the some of the toughest games on our schedule. But there's still some some tricky ones. we got to still go play at TCU. Uh, still got to go play at Texas. Uh, but we do get West Virginia at home. We do get Texas Tech at home. Uh, there are some games in here that you feel, you know, I guess, better about. Right now, Ken Palm has us finishing 11 and seven in the league, which would uh, be a tie for second, I believe. How I'm going to give you the chance again here over or under, or is that right? 11 wins in the big 12 for KU. Ooh, I'm going to go over. Okay. I'm going to say we win 12. That would be, I think, good enough for a share. I think so too. That's, and it starts gotta, tomorrow. Basically, got to get a win at Texas or at TCU, and then, uh, yeah, well, we've got four losses now. There's there's not a lot of room for error. We've there's been in not. this position before in this in the whole streak of Big Twelve titles. Been in this position before. Uh, but this is a different team, different look, different Big Twelve, much tougher Big Twelve. It's probably the tough toughest it's been since its inception. 
is is this season right here. Uh, I think we can get 12. I think that gets us a share, but that's just me. You know me, but in the past, I have been right. You're the glass half full guy. And and we've won a lot of titles. I've I've always I felt it. But I, and I'm and this team has it. Just got to figure it out on the road, and we got to have some consistency. So glass half empty. I'll be the other side of it just for fun. It's not fun, but we've lost four of six. We lose Ooh. against Texas. It's five of seven. I mean, are one seeds made to lose five of seven games? Are two seeds made to lose five of seven games? I know this is a weird year, unique year. It can happen in the Big 12. Everybody, the the computers, everything says it. Totally agree. But, like, you lose five of seven, and then you got two straight road games in the Big 12? Whew. This Texas game starts to feel pretty important. Um, yeah. that's a, I mean, that's kind of what I've come down to. It's it's I, I hate saying a must-win game in February. It's not. In any respect, it is not. But sure be nice. <laughs> it sure suck if we lost. So it starts to feel a little bit more like must must win. Uh should be a fun one though. Are you gonna be there? I will be there. Excellent. Quite a quite a run for me. I got you know yeah, look at you. Had gone to a lot of these. All the sporting uh, events. I I'm hitting a different sporting event next week. You're going Andrew. you're seeing some golf, right? I'm gonna be out in uh at the People's Open out in Scottsdale. So what what's the hole? This is seventeen? Sixteen is sixteen. The, is the are you are you gonna be uh, throwing beer up in the air on sixteen? Probably not because it's hard to get in there. You have to like get there super early and oh. Uh, I'll be in a suite on 17 though. So I get to hear it. Okay. Well, that's, uh, it's, it's probably better to just watch it and yeah. like make fun of it slash like <laughs> enjoy it rather than like wear it at 6am <laughs> and be covered in beer and just absolutely hammer. I don't know. There's part of me that wants to like, you gotta, you gotta experience it. I may try to figure out a way to get over there. I do know I'll be watching Gary a little bit, which will be good. Haven't seen him play in a while. Hopefully, bring him a little good luck because Mr. Woodland has not uh, not really put a four good rounds together in a while. So maybe I'll be the good luck charm, just like I am in Ames, Andrew. It's uh, your fault. I guess so. Hey, I know, Bill. Hey, I know you listen to this. Why don't you give me some tickets next time? <laughs> Every time we go to Ames, just give me just give me a holler. I have sat behind the uh, bench before at that in, in Ames. Uh, unfortunately, it was the wrong bench. We sat behind the Iowa State bench. I think I've told that story. Uh, we were, uh, it was Hoiberg's first year, and they were not that good. And this was back when you could like resale value of tickets was kind of weird, like online. And I took a shot at buying what I, what, what it said, it said it was front row tickets. Took a shot at it, paid the guy. It's like, that's a business expense. I'll figure it out. And sure enough, the tickets show up right behind the Iowa State bench. <laughs> and me and my buddy Con- Conroy uh, go up there wearing our KU blue, have some beers in an Iowa State bar, get yelled at there, start walking down to our seats. And we are right behind Fred Hoiberg. I mean, literally reach out and touch Fred Hoiberg close to him. And everyone is just giving us the absolute death stare like oh my god how in the world did these two jabronis end up with these seats 
and we're being assholes. I mean, we're not, I'm not like getting kicked out assholes, but like, we're kind of, you know, whatever. And finally, like midway through the second half, this lady stands up like, like four rows behind us and goes, Hey, you, how'd you get these seats? And like, without missing a beat, I was like, I'm Fred's cousin. And she turns around and starts to, oh, he's Fred's cousin. And like yelling it to everybody. <laughs> so anyway, that was the, that was the, the answer there. Anyway, that was fun before now, Andrew, I guess it's me. That's all I know. Next yeah, time you, uh, but let's go on a little, another four run four in a row. Run. Oh God, we need that. Let's, let's beat Texas. Let's beat the Oklahoma schools. Let's come back home. Uh, feeling good. Let's get three wins. Let's get those three. Oh man. All right. Yeah. So we will be back. So Super Bowl Sunday is the next. So we've been doing these on Sunday. So we'll see if we get something recorded then. If not early that next week, probably uh, might do a spaces sometimes this week. We'll see maybe tomorrow after the game. We'll see what's going on. Otherwise, guys, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you. Rock Chalk. If you got a nickname idea for us, shoot it our way. I want to see it. And uh, until then, let's hopefully, Andrew, I just let's start with one. Just give me this win against Texas. I'm going to feel so much better about basketball if we get this win against Texas. And if we don't, I'm going to be so sad. I don't want to be sad, Andrew. We just have to adjust. But we're not going to, we're not going to lose. We're going to beat this Texas team. It's going to put us right back in the ring. It feels like must win. It feels like must. Okay, let's get out of here. It feels like must win. Big Grady game coming tomorrow. Big Grady game. I'm betting the over. Are you telling me to bet the over? It's going to be like 13 points. Over. It's gonna be like third because he has not done it in a while. It's gonna be like thirteen points, and two plus threes is gonna be minus one twenty. Thank you. Take them both. Thank you. All right, you heard the man. All right, see y'all. Rock shock. Every time we on the court, I tried to tell him that we never coming up short. I tried to tell him that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell him that, that they should never let us in. They say that we the best, but I say we the greatest. That's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us. That's why they talk about us. They know they can never fade us. It's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us. They know just how we feel. They know at Allen Field that we gon' keep it real shout out the bill this for them fans that waited off in them long lines camped out before the games and they stayed a long time every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win on a jayhawk shirt or a new clean bins with a sticker on the back with the k and the u uh-huh yeah baby that'll make you say oh we at the top of the top just like we should be started from the bottom thanks to what james could see Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same for, for the fans. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hope, This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hope, baby. All them 
years that we've been cheering everything that we've been hearing all them spreads that we've been clearing never been no team we fearing and look how bill got us fearing all them tournaments appearing with no team that's interfering nine times get to cheering with them banners held high and the crowd going wild night before the final four you can't even sleep now yeah we at the peak now we can't even leap down march madness man we've been waiting weeks now if you a hawks fan go ahead and hold them ones high shout out to the booster showing love and the alumni i'm speaking for the fans even though i'm just one guy we appreciate the love love won't run dry imagine the state of kansas with no jayhawks that's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk they see us as support and we see them on the court so we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short we win together and we lose together but win or lose we still booze together struggles in my life will change me as a man but one thing that'll never change i'll be a jayhawk fan i ain't even gotta really say it this one for the fans that's why i made it march madness here we can't be faded Chuck J. Hawk in your faces i ain't even gotta really say it this one for the fans that's why i made it march madness here we can't be faded Chuck J. Hawk in your faces this for my J. Hawk fans for my J. Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hawks, This for my J-Hawks fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawks fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hawks, baby.